B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. How heavy do you want me to go early on? Oh, what do you on? mean? Uh-oh. Oh. That scares me. An eight? I'm just going to oh, shoot it straight. Yeah. We're thinking we got to pull our kid out of this school. I cannot handle oh, it anymore. Oh, no, already? The oh, virtual my gosh. So I'm going to be the first dad who's responsible for their kid dropping out of school two weeks into kindergarten. Get your GED. I got for kindergartners. I got to imagine it's super tough because they yeah. can't read. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like if the teacher's going to put up instruction on a screen. Yeah. They don't. They can't read that. And well, isn't kindergarten all about like learning to socialize with other people right. and make sure that everybody's paying attention at one time and like learning the basics of what a typical school day will be for the yeah, next year because they go like. It's kind of jumping into the deep end in the first grade because you start right. getting homework and. Kara, you're exactly right. First grade, I remember seeing like my daughter's report card in quotations on first grade. It was like the big things were socialized well, the class gets along with mm-hmm. others, is respectful, that, that thing. Then in first grade, it was like math, yeah. social studies, yeah. And it's, it's so hard because you you don't want to teach him this early on to give up, mm-hmm. but you also this is his. Attitude towards school is being formed. I feel like, yeah, jeez, it's just uh it's, it's hard. It's been uh, it's been been weighing heavy on my mind. Well, they're they're resilient though, and and kindergarten. I mean, can, do you guys remember kindergarten? I do. No, but stop I have a it. mind of like course, an elephant. Yeah, 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 I do. But I remember lots of naps, right. music time, yeah. yeah, playing in a little kitchen. I remember playing duck duck goose outside and the boy yeah. who ripped my star name tag off of my dress oh. and put a hole in my face. I was just dress. about to say you remember all the good stuff at kindergarten, you remember the bad stuff nope, and then, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get slithery Pete over here <laughs> messing with Kara. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it funny drags out the only things that you and I remember from kindergarten are the naps and the snacks. Yeah. It seems like we both learned that really, really well. Yeah, oh, it's followed through the yeah, whole. <laughs> we've been very, that, that was a great foundation for our lives. Naps and snacks. I've already done it once this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, listen, lots of parents are struggling with this right now. And we're having a great conversation about it last night on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to see some of the, if, if you're struggling with the same thing, I know this is a big deal right now. Uh, just go to our Facebook page. And I especially want to thank all the teachers who have gotten involved in that conversation. Oh, cool. And the teachers at my kids' school. Like, they are doing an amazing job with the tools that they have. It's yeah. just that, it's just not the year. No. Tomorrow's September. 2020 will be over soon enough. <laughs> All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Got clouds early, scattered thunderstorms later on this afternoon. High of 89. What is going on, Drex? No, that wasn't a group text message to millions of Metro Atlantans on Saturday around 2.30. That was an Amber Alert for one-year-old Mateo, a Shambly uh, resident who was kidnapped by a man and woman right out of his mother's stroller. Leslie Bamaka was pushing her one-year-old Mateo outside of her Shambly apartment when a man and a woman in an SUV pulled up, pointed a gun at Leslie, and took Mateo. Uh, But Shambly police say that Leslie's actions led to his safe return. She fought back as a mother would, as any mother would. She put herself in front of that car. 
she ran behind the car. She did all she could. Ran behind the car, got the license plate number that helped lead to his safe return. She even wrestled the gun away from the husband who was uh, taking Mateo. She tore his pants and took one of his shoes. So, of course, I mean, all parental instinct would be to do what she did. But, right. yeah, the police say that that really helped the safe return of Mateo. But the uh, he was gone for five hours and was already in Carroll County when he was located. This is terrifying. And they had uh, dressed him up as a little girl so to try, you know, and, uh, and elude anything like that. But just a stark reminder how quick it can happen. And not not saying this to be to instill fear, but, you know, just to say this, yeah, it happens, it happens fast. I was out in Chambly when the Amber Alert came in. Yeah. I'm not usually on the road in the town where they're looking for somebody. Okay. And so I was out there actively looking for a maroon Acura SUV. Well, I was out there on Beaufort Highway looking for peanut oil. Right. And, um, <laughs> because you have such an intense love for justice, Ted. Let's say you would have seen that maroon Acura. Would you have followed it? I would have followed it. I wouldn't have no tried question. to do Oh, yes. You drop everything in here. You don't just call the police like, oh, I saw him on 85 No, South. no, no. You okay. got it. I wouldn't try to like apprehend them or citizens or arrest or anything like that. Officer Ted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We definitely need a good, good feeling for sure. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. All right. He may have been born in Anderson, South Carolina, but ba- Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman, well, he really felt like an Atlanta friend, brother and son, shooting so many movies here, including one of the all-time highest grossing films of all time, Black Panther. Uh, but by now, you've learned that the 43-year-old lost his battle with uh, colon cancer over the weekend. But it was back in 2019 when Boseman stopped by Choa to spend a little bit of time with a nine-year-old cancer patient, even though he was secretly going through treatment himself. Yeah, this is video of Bozeman meeting Ian Hopgood. Just look at how excited that little guy was. The two spent the day talking, laughing, and really getting to know each other during this visit. Yeah, it was a, a nine-year-old Metro Atlanta child who was going through cancer treatment himself. And, you know, little did anybody know that uh, Chadwick was doing it himself, but still took time out of what he was doing to go and meet this little boy and, and brought him presents and gifts and Black Panther merch and all that stuff. Yeah, I guess uh, his hometown, uh, Chadwick Boseman's hometown, mm-hmm. is talking about replacing a statue yeah, or the statues him. that got torn down with one of him. So just uh, everything I've heard about him has been like big heart and everything. Yeah. And do we even know that he, this, the first I heard that he had cancer yeah. was when that's really, he kept he did, it all yeah, he pretty, kept it pretty quiet. Didn't wow. talk about it. Yeah. Rest in peace. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are you smarter than Kara is on B98.5. Hey, Lucy and Rock Mart. Hi. Hi. I'm ready to take somebody's money. Oh, it's going to be Tad, so let's kick him out of the studio. Get out, Chad. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, Lucy, Tad's going to leave the studio. We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions, and then we'll bring Tad back in, asking the same exact questions. If you answer more right than Tad, which is likely, you win 100 bucks of his money. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. Half of all Americans have done some sort of project to their home during the pandemic. Name the home improvement store whose headquarters is right here in Atlanta. Home Depot. Question number two. Brad Pitt admits his new girlfriend is married, but they're in an open relationship. Brad was mo- Brad was most recently married to whom? Angelina Jolie. Question three. Lady Gaga picked up five awards at the VMAs last night and had nine costume changes. Uh, What is the VMA award also called? Uh, Maybe People's Choice. Okay. 
Question number four. Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman passed away over the weekend after a battle with colon cancer. What fictional country does Black Panther take place in? Wakanda. All right. Question number five. Taylor Swift sent an encouraging handwritten note to a fan earning his Ph.D. What does Ph.D. stand for? I have no idea. All right. uh, something. All right, going to bring Tad in. Lucy and Rockmart, though, you did well this morning. You got three right, and, th- and the questions are they're pretty tough, so we'll see how Tad does, all right? We're going to ask you the same exact questions, Tad, okay? Okay. Question number one, half of all Americans have done some sort of project to their home during the pandemic. Name the home improvement retailer whose headquarters is right here in Atlanta. Home Depot. So Lucy said on one to one. Question two, Brad Pitt admits his new girlfriend is married, but they're in an open relationship. <laughs> uh, Brad was most recently married to whom? Angelina Jolie. That's what Lucy said as well, two to two. Question number three, Lady Gaga. And by the way, yep. if it's Brad Pitt... Everybody's in an open relationship, right? right? <laughs> Go on. Sorry. All right. Question three. Uh, Lady Gaga picked up five awards at the VMAs last night and had nine costume changes. Uh, what is the VMA award also called? Video Music Award? Yeah, what's it called? Moon yeah. Man? Which, what is it? The Moon Man? All right. We'll give that one to you. Lucy said Oof. the People's Choice Award. You're up three to two. <laughs> Question four. Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman passed away over the weekend after a battle with cancer. What fictional country does Black Panther take place in? Starts with an M. No, it doesn't. Does that get me? No. Um, well, if it doesn't start with an M, as soon as you say it, I'm going to remember it. Wakanda. Wakanda. That's what Lucy said. You guys are tied at three. Question five. Taylor Swift sent an encouraging handwritten note to a fan earning his PhD. What does PhD stand for? Looking I have at me. no idea. <laughs> I do not stare? have a PhD, though. No. Doctorate in philosophy? How is the PhD? I don't. I don't have one, so I don't it know. Should be philosophy doctorate. Lucy didn't right. know either. We got a tie score three to three, and because Tad puts up a hundred bucks of his own money, all ties go to the house. Lucy. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. All I know and all I care about is that I don't have to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> but great job. You're listening to this. Do you see how close she got? I mean, seriously. Yeah, right. Do you see how close Lucy got to beating me? It's money week. On Are You Smarter Than Kara, as I fill in for Kara. If you want to play against me, sign up, tadandrex.com. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now sit tight. A couple of minutes away from a keyword that could win you $1,000. B98.5 pays your bills. Sweet. Crazy news over the weekend. We're just talking about this, putting it all together, that Chadwick Boseman, you know, he passed away. He was uh, Black Panther. He played Jackie Robinson in the movie Mm -hmm. 42. Hid the fact that he had colon cancer from the rest of us for four years. Like, I think that's why, had we known that he was sick, we would have seen it coming, but it was so shocking. I think my wife, you know, maybe she married me early on because I was good looking and smart and funny. But now I think she just married me because of what we do. We're so plugged into pop culture. That was the first thing she said when we woke up on Sunday morning. She's scrolling on our phone like, Chadwick Boseman died and he had colon cancer? And she's like, why didn't you? She hit me. She said, why didn't you tell me that? Like, I didn't what? know. It's not my responsibility. Not only did I know, I mean, if this was a secret and he had had it for four years, if this was a secret and it was being hit for four years, do you think his family even knew? Imagine. That would be tough for him to tell his family because I don't know how big a family it is, but mm-hmm. somebody's going to tell somebody. For and sure. Per- some, eventually the media is going to find out about it.
Like, think about that. But imagine if he ha- didn't tell his family yeah. or the majority of his family, like only one or two people knew yeah. or nobody knew. Keeping a secret from a family member or a large group of family members, it's got to be tough. It, it, it does happen, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia in Dawsonville, you had a secret in your family? So my sister and I um, are about two years apart, and like we always grew up thinking we had the same dad. We don't look that much alike, so my sister's the smarter one of us all. Um, and so she always questioned it, like, are you my real dad? Are you my real dad? And it was just kind of like a joke. But then my high school graduation, my grandmother passed away, and we found a picture of my dad and another woman that was not my mom the year that my sister was conceived and her being like a genius. She digged a little deeper, and it was revealed that me and my sister do not have the same father. Mm, and you found that out on your graduation. Yeah, yeah, it was my graduation, um, and it was a little bit crazy. Uh, she actually has two half-sisters, so it was a huge family secret that was revealed. Everyone knew except for my sister and I. So, Olivia, was your sister upset when she found out that he was not her real dad? My sister was very upset, I guess, because, you know, I knew my father and grew up with my father. I was more, this sounds really selfish, but I was more upset that she had two other sisters. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm your only sister. What do you talk? We are best friends, not you and whoever that is. <laughs> Olivia, you said that, uh, so your sister, who has another dad, she's smarter than you are. You admit that, right? Yes. Okay, but are you better looking than her? Yes, I am. <laughs> Carol, would you rather be the smart, homely one or the dumb, pretty one? You don't have to answer that question. I'm not going to answer. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now nine costume changes during the VMAs last night on MTV. It's Lady Gaga. It's time to play Beat Shazam. Drex and Kara going up against each other. Five seconds to tell me the artist and title of these songs. Our category today, Video Music Awards, were last night. Mm -hmm. The coveted award, of course, is the Video of the Year. So these are winners of the Video of the Year, 80s, 90s, and now. Kara, ready? Yes. That's Peter Gabriel and Sledgehammer. Correct. I want to be Sledgehammer. Winner of the VMA Video of the Year 1986. I was six years old and obsessed with that video because it was like weird stop motion mm-hmm. and he would like hit a chicken with a hammer and then it was an egg or maybe it was backwards. Super cool. Yeah, I was I was forty. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Drex. Yes. This won the video of the year in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, I'm just blanking on it. Where I want to say Fine Young about? Cannibals, but it's not it. No, uh-huh. that that would be a good guess. Yeah. It was the same era. In excess, yeah. need you oh, tonight. Need you. Yes. And give me a moment You move us around I've got to let you know I've got to let you know What a talent that guy was Unbelievable 90s <laughs> 90s Let's go to the 90s Yeah This is the Video of the Year Awards 80s, 90s And now we're in the 90s Ready, Kara That's TLC Waterfall. Yes. Waterfall. 
always thought Left Eye was dating a guy named Jason Waterfalls. Like, don't go, Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> that was a winner in 95. This is 98. Is that is that Madonna Ray of Light? It is. Because this is 80s, 90s, and now video of the year, mm -hmm. usually it gets more difficult round right. to round. This is the easiest round. Kara, ready? Yep. Hey. That's Camila Cabello, Havana or oh, Nana. Winner video of the year 2018. Oh, na, 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 na. Havana or oh, Nana. Hey, hey. Half of my heart is in Havana or oh, Nana. Hey, hey. He took me back to East Atlanta, na, na, na. All right, Drex. I already lost, but okay. Here you go. Um, that's, uh, Taylor Swift. Is it, it's not me. Is it me? I'm going to wow. go with me. You really want to get a, a really dirty, ugly loss, <laughs> don't you? You need to calm down, buddy. Oh. match up both those choruses because like, you know, uh oh, 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 and then me, he, he, like it's the same song. Well, like mashup or not, whether right. you do that creative <laughs> exercise or not, Kara, give them your ooh oohs. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry, Drax. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Clouds early, scattered thunderstorms this afternoon, 89 for a high. What's going on, Drex? Yes, Ted, today is the last day of August, but it's also the last day of federal protection for evictions for nearly 400,000 Georgians. You know, U.S. Census info shows that, like I said, up to a half a million Georgians and families could be looking for a new place to stay. Uh, stay. But Ellie uh, Faxton, she works with an Atlanta area um, foundation that helps work with evicted families, and she has some tips. A lot of people have tried reaching out to organizations and they haven't heard back, so just don't stop. Um, there's a lot of different organizations that are out there that can that can help. Yeah, so now don't stop calling those uh, foundations and those organizations that can help if you're facing an eviction notice. And also don't ignore it. You know, I, I listened to some more of the story from Channel 2 Action News talking about how a lot of people get the eviction notice and just ignore it or throw it away. No, mm. uh, get in contact with your landlord or the apartment leasing company. Try and work something out. It's better than just straight up ghosting them. Yeah, and if you're on the other side of that, if you are a landlord yeah. or if you are work in that situation, like a little bit of kindness and understanding. There's a yeah. lot of people that are really struggling right now. This is a crazy year. All right, how about we get a good feeling, yes. huh? Let's do it. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. When you think of back to school items, what do you think of? Pencils, paper. Yeah, markers, the normal stuff, right? right? Uh, well, now it's 2020, and a lot of children needing a dedicated area 
to learn. That's on top of that back-to-school list. Well, in comes Gwinnett County mom Michelle Miner, who put her background in woodworking to good use, building a desk for her son. She said it took about $3 in materials. So, yeah, she got the plan off of Google. You can Google, like, you know, at-home desk plans, $3 in materials from Home Depot. She posted a picture of the desk on the Nextdoor app, you know, the Mm -hmm. little neighborhood social networking site, and asked if anybody needed help. Well, 30 to 40 people pop up and say, yeah. So she's this suburban mom in Gwinnett County is in her garage building desks for other families in the Gwinnett County area who need desks. Oh, and by the way, Tad, when she's not building desks for her, neighbors and people in need. She's also driving school buses for, for Gwinnett County Schools. So is she doing this for free or is she charging yep. everybody three bucks? Well, yeah, I she's mean, charching for materials, but yeah, to have a dedicated space for your child to learn, it would That's be more awesome. than worth it. Yeah, I, I was posted a picture of my son on Facebook last night doing his virtual learning at yeah. the dining room table. I took this picture, I posted it online and as I'm posting it online, I noticed he has a glass of water mm. on the dining room <laughs> table. I'm like, okay. Well, blood pressure goes to. Right. I'm taking $3 out of the piggy bank. Right, We're yeah. having a desk belt. Here's what's coming up next with Tad and Drax. Everybody knows that table will get rings on it. You can't put a glass <laughs> of water on my dining room table. Coming up next, the next train wreck show will make you forget about the Tiger King. Oh, it's phenomenal, and it, it it's a it's about a theme park in New Jersey that I mean maybe you went to and you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna want to hear about this theme park. You're actually gonna be super glad you're hearing it yeah. after the fact. That's coming up in a few songs on B ninety eight point five. B ninety eight point five eighties nineties and now Tad and Drex show. Ted, did you see this video kind of going around the internet uh, this weekend? It was a trailer for a new documentary. I think it's going to be on HBO's streaming app. It's called Class Action Park. Did you see it at all? No, no, no. All right. So I I, I think just based on the trailer, it's going to be like the next Tiger King. Okay. We're going to be watching this thing and, be like, and everyone's going to be talking about it. Take, take a listen. The story of Action Park is a true crime story. As you entered the park, you saw this thing. And you're like, the engineering behind this, if there was any engineering, was just nuts. And if you couldn't swim well, yikes. So <laughs> Action Park was a theme park back in the 80s and early 90s in New Jersey uh, that a guy really just said, I got no rules, I'm not going to pay attention to any engineering laws or physics, I'm just going to build an amusement park and do my own thing. And like people started getting hurt a lot, and there were like no regulations, to the point where the dude that built this uh, theme park, he couldn't get insured by anybody, so he made his own insurance company and insured himself. Really? Yeah. It is like the Tiger King meets Fire yeah, Festival. Exactly. Meets yeah. like, oh, I love it. We grew up uh, actually going to this theme park. Uh, when I grew up in Michigan, it was in Ohio. It was called Cedar Point. And like every year, they would have new roller coasters that come out. That was the thing. You would go every year and you'd try and get on the new roller coaster because inevitably, it always broke down. And that was half the fun. You could get on it if it broke down, see what kind of compensation you could get. Are you out of yes, your no. mind? You were willing to take that chance. Yeah, there was a there was a year where this new roller coaster called the Praying Mantis came out, and it was cool because you you kind of sat you didn't you didn't you didn't sit like fully like you're sitting in a chair. You almost like stood up, but the thing came between your legs, and so you were somewhat standing, you know, like suspended. Dangling. Hey, you were dangling. Uh, but my buddies and I, the first year, we got on it, and it was going up. You know, all the roller coasters start right. going up a big hill, and boom! Of course, it gets stuck. And so all my buddies like, this is it. It's finally happening. We're going to be struck gold. We're going to get rich. <laughs> but the problem was we were stuck there for like two or three hours. The problem was 
we were kind of at an incline. We were dangling. It was very comfortable. They had the head supports. I fell asleep because we were sitting there so long. Apparently, when I fell asleep, that's when the people from the theme park came through to every rider and had them sign a disclosure waiver in exchange for like one, two, or even three year season passes to the theme park. Okay. Because I was sleeping. You didn't sign it. They just walked right past me. When they finally got it out, when they finally got the ride going and everyone's walking off, there's a table there. All my buddies got certificates with their names on them. And I'm like looking around like, where's mine? And my buddy's like, oh, they came through. You were sleeping. Nobody woke you up. And the people at the theme park are like, you had your chance. We, you didn't sign anything. Didn't sign anything. That would give you the opportunity to contact an attorney to find out what you really should have gotten. Did you not do that? If you're an attorney, I was 18 at the time. If you're an attorney and an 18-year-old idiot like me calls you, they're going to be like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay, we'll call you back. Have a nice day. Oh, I would have taken that case because think about how idiotic it was for your buddies to take that deal. They're like, oh, you just got stuck on this ride and were terrified for two hours? Your compensation is, we want you to come back a thousand more times. Here's your free exactly, passes. Yeah. Put your life in danger Brilliant. again and again and again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.